SEN Test Cricket for Tyre Power. Raise the bat as you save a ton on Toyo Tyres. Get four for three. Adam Collins, Brad Sunderace and wrapping up the final day of the World Test Championship finale where Australia have come out victorious by 209 runs. Such an impressive victory. They're world champs in this format for the first time. They've held up the mace. And Pat Cummins' side, who had to regroup before the Ashes a couple of years ago under his leadership, New coach Andrew McDonald, uh, what a big tick this has been. Yeah, the cycle started with Pat Cummins and it becoming captain in unexpected circumstances, unforeseen circumstances. Uh, but then uh, with a few days out from the Ashes, then they win the Ashes. But what is, has been the most impressive aspect of this Australian team is how they've rallied around each other on the away leg. Very rarely do you see a team come to the World Test Championship final after having played in and won a big series away from home. And you're talking three subcontinental series. Yeah. And then to come here in very different conditions in England and to beat an Indian side just tells you that they are deserved World Test champions. And you know that question always gets asked, right, Adam? If you win the WTC final, does that make you the best team in the world? I think Australia can very confidently say they are. Well, they're now ranked number one in the world as well. That happened when they were in India earlier this year. That nearly fell off a cliff, losing in Nagpur and Delhi to catastrophic collapses. Delhi especially, the amount of scrutiny that was coming back towards them at that juncture. It's a bounce back the way they did it indoor. And it was kind of similar at Lahore last year as well. The draw at Karachi felt like a loss and they won there the following week. The win at Gaul, so wins away in Asia to give themselves the chance. They were virtually unbeatable at home both last year and, and the year before. So they, they only lost three test matches across the cycle and to finish it the way they did today, Virat Kohli, who batted splendidly last night, 44 not out at the close, only added five runs to his overnight tally. That over from Scott Boland that we'll talk about for a long time. Uh, I'm going to dream about that Scott Boland, uh, not just the over, but the way he set Virat Kohli up. You and I were on air together uh, and you could see how excited I was getting because you could see that wicket coming. It was outstanding bowling to get rid of a very well-set Virat Kohli, uh, who was batting as well as he has in a long, long time, was very special. Uh, but I think it's also apt that it was Scott Boland who opened the game up uh, on the final day. Uh, he His journey in the last uh, 18 or so months, pretty much for a major part of the cycle, sums up this Australian team uh, in many ways for me. You know, uh, someone who thought his chance had will never come, comes in and he's just made the most of everything. And I was just speaking to Pat Cummins for SEN Test Figure uh, and he speaks like a proud parent when he speaks about Scotty Boland and the other man, the player of the match, Travis Head and what they bring to the side. Yeah, he said today, Pat, at the post-match that Scotty's my favourite player and it kind of comes through, doesn't it? The way he used him, he opened the bowling with him on three separate mornings, including today from the pavilion end, so the, the favourite end for the fast bowlers. So he started the week as first change following Stark and Cummins. He finished the week as the number one. I'm not saying that that's necessarily how the pecking order will play out, but in terms of how effective he was, the catch from Steve Smith at second slip, it was right in front of our commentary position. We've got a great look of him diving over across about fourth slip. He's done that so many times across um, formats in his international career, so it looks very hard, but for Smith, that's become a regulation kind of chance, although it's not. And then two balls later, the delivery to Jadasia, another match winner, round the wicket, decking away after angling in. It's just superb stuff. Could have easily been three wickets in four balls, had KS Barat's gloves on the ball, not gone over the keeper. It could have ended with Alex Carey or, or the man at first slip, David Warner, but not to be, nevertheless. Boland with three. Nathan Lyon plays his part with four. Mitch Stark picks up a couple. Uh, Stark was expensive, but came back to get Rahane. Rahane looked the man most likely after Coley went. He did everything right until he chased a wide one, but for Stark especially having well, for all of them, really, having no practice matches leading up to it. This will be quite important when thinking ahead to Edgbaston next Friday. 
Today, they all looked in rhythm and Pat Cummins said this as well. Uh, and you could see it from that first tour. And in a way, it worked out that Scott Boland bowled the first tour. I think uh, he set, set things in motion perfectly and he set the trend in motion. Uh, and Mitchell Stark, you're right. I saw him have a long chat with Andrew McDonald this morning before play. And you could see he was struggling with his angles and just the fields that were being set for him. Uh, and then I think he got his head around it and I thought he bought an important spell. Yeah. Yes, the game was more or less over after that Scott Boland over, but Strahane was out there. India could have maybe not won the game, but taken this game deep and potentially put themselves in a position to save the day. But that's when Mitchell Stark strikes. So next stop, Birmingham. Uh, in all probability, Australia will be unchanged, I suppose. Josh Hazelwood's been bowling out in the middle this afternoon, but I, I can't really imagine a world where Boland, Cummins or Stark make way after such an emphatic victory. It was set up with the bat, though, wasn't it? Making uh, 4.76, I think it is. I look towards the scoreboard. 4.69, my apologies, in the first innings. Travis Head, player of the match for 163 from 174. He was elated after play. Two Man of the Match awards uh, at the Ashes at home a couple of years ago. Player of the match in, in the World Test Championship final he's taken the next step like Scott Boland his journey in the last uh, 18 or so months also represents where this Australian team is currently uh, you know so many question marks about his batting in the subcontinent uh, he struggled in Pakistan and Sri Lanka but he goes to India and plays two very important innings the run chase in Indoor could have gone either way if not for Travis Head playing that innings and once again in conditions where the ball was doing all sorts no other batter across both teams looked as comfortable as Travis Head did he came and changed the game with that knock and every Indian player who's spoken since has brought up the Travis Head innings as being the difference between the two teams. Uh, but I have to say this from an Indian perspective, we spoke about this being a about daring to dream, right? It was always going to be a dream. Uh, so I, even though a lot of Indian fans will look at this as being a heartbreak, I think Australia dominated this test mm. for so long, the, the eventual margin of victory kind of sums up how comprehensive a win this is. Yeah, deserved winners. Australia have the mace in the dressing room at the moment. They'll be enjoying themselves tonight before they go to Birmingham, as will we. First test match starts between Australia and England on Friday at Birmingham. We cannot wait. Our coverage after play brought to you by Tyre Power, Toyo Tyres at wicket-taking prices. Adam Collins, Brad Sunderace and signing off. See you next week. Boland up, Coley on 49. Edge and taken! Stephen Smith at second slip. Dives across. It's a screamer. Boland gets a huge wicket of Virat Coley. And Steve Smith, he's made an art form of diving to his right. Scott Boland the man who Australia could always depend on. And what a moment on the final day of this World Test Championship final at the Oval. Scott Boland gets Coley. It's four for 179. Boland here, Jadeja's second ball. It's as well. Boland gets two in three balls. Jadeja caught behind for a second ball duck. Australia on a roll. Scott Boland, the star. India, five for 179. They are working them over. Stark to Rahane. He plays and misses as the edge, and he does. Mitchell Stark gets in on the act. And just when Ajika Rahane was giving Indian fans something to believe for again, he wafts at one. He throws his head back in dismay. And with that, any hope that India have is surely gone. Six for, one, six for 212. Stark runs in, delivers again, it's short, and Carey taken an edge there, he has, it might have been a glove. Through to Alex Carey, brilliant take, high up to his left. Stark takes another, didn't know too much about that Umesh Yadav, didn't go for the full-blooded hook.
Just had a little prod at it. And India now just two wickets away from facing a big, big defeat. Australia on the verge of becoming world champions. India eight for 220. Line around the wicket, reverse sweep from Siraj, and he doesn't beat backward point. Scott Boland takes the catch to secures the World Test Championship final for Australia. The culmination of two years' hard work from Lahore to Gaul to Indore, now back to London, losing just three test matches through that stretch. A side that's gone to the next level under Pat Cummins and a legacy-defining trip couldn't have started any better. Mission accomplished. World Test Champions, Australia victorious by 209 runs. The culmination of a wonderful chapter for Australian cricket and the coronation of the Pat Cummins era. Remember, it was at the start of this World Test Championship cycle that he was thrust into the captaincy role when he least expected it. One Australia the Ashes, one Australia famous series in Pakistan, and now he's won them their first ever World Test Championship. That's what Australia do. They win world titles. They might take their time, but they finally get the job done. Now get the base. Handed out to the world test champion, Victor. New Zealand the first time around, Australia now. India de defeated in both finals today by 209 runs. Their target of 444. There was so much scoreboard pressure. After they lost Coley and Jadeja in the space of three Scott Boland deliveries, they were on a hiding to nothing. But Cummins, thank you so much for speaking to SEN Test Cricket. Um, first ever Australian captain to win the World Test Championship. Has it sunk in yet? Uh, no, um, but it, yeah, it feels amazing. Um, great reward for the group over the past two years where we've played a lot of fantastic cricket. And just about that journey, um, you know, you take over as captain at the start of this cycle uh, and then just the ashes to start with and those tough tours going to Pakistan after all those years, Sri Lanka, India. So does it feel like a culmination of some sorts? It, it does. To make a test match, um, you know, final, it's not just winning at home. You've got to be successful um, on a way to as well. And, um, yeah, we had a great series in Pakistan, Sri Lanka, good test win in India. They all, you know, count. So... Um, yeah, felt like we richly deserved position in the final and to get it done. Awesome. Uh, and, you know, there are many heroes for you during this game, but just the innings that Travis had played. Now when you look back and put it into context, it feels like that's where the game really was broken. Yeah, it does. Um, you know, we lost a toss and it was a pretty, you know, sticky day there for the, for the batters to be batting first day. Overhead conditions, a tinge of green in the wicket and the way Steve and particularly Trav went about it, um, put the right, you know, the pressure right back on on the Indian side, really special knock. He's you know played quite a few of them over this cycle. Uh, he's a special player. Um, another special player who stood out for you this morning, Scott Boland. Uh, you know, overnight it looked like India had some sort of momentum. Virat was batting really well, so was Ajinkya. But just to knock over Virat uh, after that spell, what was it like just standing in mid off and watching him do that? Ah, uh, Scotty's the best. I think. Uh, yeah, Trav and Scotty, my two favourites. I don't know how I could pick between them. Um, yeah, Scotty just gets better and better. You know, he just takes those important breakthroughs. I thought it was fantastic all game. You know, kept control of the, the run rate, always looked threatening. And, um, yeah, got his you know, rewards this morning with two wickets in and over. Uh, and there have been few test matches during the cycle, Pat, like especially the ones in Pakistan and a few at home, uh, where you as captain had to make some strong decisions, whether it was in terms of declaration or how long you wanted to bat in the first innings. Uh, and when you get a result like that, does, does just personally feel pretty good, just as captain? 
Yeah, it does. Um, you know, it's certainly not all me. We've got amazing coaching staff and players, and it feels like there's you know, 100 little moments that we won at important times that make the difference in the end. Um, you know, last cycle, we just missed an overrate, and that cost us. So it's all those little moments that add up. And, um, yeah, you look back, particularly that Pakistan series, that was a fantastic win. Uh, and just as a bowling attack, uh, the way you guys bowled in the first innings, uh, and even yesterday, the, there was a little scrappiness here and there, but you, did you feel like everything just fell in place and all of you just found rhythm at the right time today? Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. I think we weren't at our slickest at times, um, whereas today, you know, when it really counted, we all um, got to work and, you know, bowled well. You know, looking at the data, our I think our good stuff was still good. Um, we probably just let, you know, that one boundary ball in and over, which we normally don't do. So not too worried about it, and I think we got there in the end. Uh, I mean, you came to England with two missions, um, one you've accomplished, you're world test champions. Uh, do you give yourself a day or so to just soak this in, celebrate it before you start thinking about the ashes? Yeah, that's it. We'll savour this, um, let it soak in for a couple of days. And it, it's been a, a two-year journey to get to this final, so we'll um, sit around, share a few stories, I'm sure, over the next day or two before we switch on uh, a bit, little bit closer to the first test. What was it lifting a mace up after winning a world title? <laughs> It was a bit different actually, I didn't mind it, yeah, it felt like a, I don't know, like, what's the, Poseidon or something, one of those characters, <laughs> felt a bit different to the normal cup. Uh, and just finally, personally, uh, for you, body's feeling good, I mean, you, you had a few issues with the no balls, but your rhythm as well, going into today, felt good, and uh, looking forward, you have, what, five test matches in seven weeks? Yeah, body feels great, um, 30 odd overs for the test, which is... You know, about where you'd like you'd like it. So I feel like I've got enough work in, but not overdone. Um, yeah, need to sort out the front foot, but rhythm felt better today. So I think we've we've got it sorted, um, and yeah, we'll, we'll be good to go next week. Patrick Cummins, congratulations. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Travis Head, thank you so much for speaking with SE and Test cricket. World Test champion. What does that feel like? Yeah, it's nice. Uh, obviously, an awesome start of the summer. Um, yeah, two years of hard work. Um, couldn't have gone much better. I think um, we were tested. We knew we were going to be tested. Coming here this morning, we knew if we doubled down on our plans, as we have done for two years, um, we'll reap the benefits and we, we played exceptionally well. So, yeah, nice, uh, nice, nice finish to the two-year period. Yeah, and you speak about the two-year period, Travis, and yes, I mean, you come to the Oval, the one-off game, but there were some tough tours in this cycle for you guys, three tours of the subcontinent apart from the two home summers. So does it feel like a culmination of that journey? Yeah, 100%. You're always tested when you go away. Um, especially now in this period where now we have a World Cup basically for Test Cricket. So um, if you want to win it, you have to be good everywhere. Um, it's always been the, the question mark over a lot of Australian teams and touring away and, and especially in the subcontinent. And we were able to battle through and fight our ways throughout that period to do enough to be here. Yes, we would have liked some better results in some of those series, um, but ultimately we did enough to be in this, um, in this final and, and, and reap the benefits of that. Speaking of question marks, there have been question marks about your ability to play Firstly, in the subcontinent and in England, you didn't have a great tour last time around. So does this feel uh, almost like a justification for all the hard work you put in and the innings you played here? Give it three, six more weeks and we'll, <laughs> we'll quit that question. But uh, yeah, obviously India went through periods and I felt I played really well. Probably threw away that one chance for 100 in that last test. But then uh, to cap it off here and then get 100 over here, I guess to kickstart uh, what is a, a summer for us here. Um, yeah, there's not many ways to, I guess, kickstart into what five more test matches and, and play as well as I have. Um, there's some, there's some um, I guess, some moments in my game and some, some things in there to tighten up and sharpen up. But I knew that leading into the test, um, knew the plans they were going to come to. So it's just like continuing that hard work for five more test matches. 
just what we've seen over the last five days, Travis, and that really puts your innings into context, right? A lot of batter, batters have struggled to get their eye in. I mean, Steve Smith took a while to get his eye in as well. But then the way you played felt like that's where the game was broken. Yeah, well, that's nice. And, uh, and you don't, you don't, you never know until both teams battle on it. And there were periods where, uh, I guess, and we see that a lot in England, where the pitch feels like it just may have flattened out, the ball may get soft, different things can, uh, it only takes a ball change or something. And then there were periods for the game where it looked really, really nice to bat. Um, losing the toss that first morning, I thought it was going to be challenging. Um, I thought 300 around that mark, we can get ourselves into the game. Um, we, we kicked up, we have to play well, obviously. Um, but to get the score we did, um, for me and Steve to put the pass up where we did, just really set the game up and we didn't realise that until later on in the game, which is nice. Not too many days before uh, the next test comes around, the first Ashes test. There will be a bit of a celebration as you. Yeah, there will definitely be a celebration. Um, it's hard not to. Um, we're professional enough to know what we can and can't do and what we need to do over the next four days before that test match. Um, this is a very, very um, well-organised, very professional team that do enjoy their successes. So um, there's no doubt we'll enjoy tonight and then once we wake up in the morning, we'll kick start and switch back on. I have a theory that you average four times more with a moustache than you do without it. Uh, please tell me it's not going anywhere. It's not going at this stage. You might need a little tighten up. It's getting really long. Um, I may have started the process a little bit early um, to get through two more months of it. Um, Jessica, as, as you know, Jessica doesn't isn't the biggest fan of it. So um, I think if I can keep it tame um, over the next couple of months, it's here to stay. But we'll wait and see. It depends if I wake up one morning and had enough of it. I'm very, uh, very relaxed about it. But yeah, um, hopefully the, uh, the runs continue and the mo continues. Hope they do continue. <laughs> uh, congratulations, well played, and go celebrate. Thank you very much. We will. Usman Khawaja, thanks so much for speaking to SEN Test Cricket. Uh, Australia World Test Champions. Uh, has it sunk in yet? Um, yes and no. I, we played some beautiful cricket over the last year or two. We've been world number one team for a long time. Yeah, look, it's, it's pretty cool. I remember watching the last World Test Championship. Uh, I think I was playing the PSL that time in Abu Dhabi and watching it, watching India and New Zealand and thinking what a cool spectacle it was, not ever expecting to be a part of one in my life. You know, so it, it's a pretty cool feeling individually, but as a team, I think it's very well deserved. Um, yeah, everyone's just put their hand up this year. We've had some outstanding performances, both with the bat and the ball, so no, it's been nice to see. Does it feel like a culmination of a chapter of Australian cricket at the start of this cycle? Pat becomes captain, a few test matches later you come back. Uh, and then ever since it's been largely unchanged, except whenever Scott Boland comes and does what he does. Yeah, Scotty just does what he does. It's been pretty special. And look, it's, yeah, it's, it, it kind of has, it's got a nice full circle to it, I guess, from when Paddy did start to now. I mean, it, we don't, we won't really have much time to celebrate because we've got the ashes coming up, so... That kind of sucks, but at the same time, it's just been, as I said, it's, it takes a long time to get to where we are now. It, it seems like it's a really easy journey, a slow, like, you know, fast journey. You get there, yeah, Australia, India. But Test Match Cricket is tough work. It takes a long time. A lot of blood, sweat and tears go into this. You know, so many games have been played throughout that period. We've been travelling a lot. We've been to the subcontinent a lot. So for us as an Australian team to actually achieve that, I think this probably means even more for the fact that we didn't just do it at home. We did a lot of it away too. Yeah, exactly. Right? Three subcontinental tours in this cycle for you and two home summers. And then to get to England and win a cycle. So you basically covered all bases with that. Yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of it. So we are very strong at home and we know that. Um, so when we play at home, we are expected to win and we expect to win, but it was the away stuff. And 
you know, we played some pretty good cricket in India not to win that series. We had our chances, but we always hung in there. You know, we always got to win. Uh, we got to draw. We, we scunged away. So where in the past we haven't really quite done that. So it's been nice to see. And just finally coming into today, 280 runs, Virat batting as well as he has in a long time. Uh, what Personally, what did you think? How did you think this would play out and how, it, how has it played out? Um, I genuinely thought, uh, I, just playing cricket a lot, I thought by tea time we should win. I genuinely thought that. But you never write off Virat Kohli and, you know, and Jink is in playing really well. So I thought as soon as we get them, we're... It felt like almost it was game over. So, because I know that wicket's quite tough, and we got Virat, unbelievable catch by Smudger, got us going, and then we got another wicket that over. As soon as that happened, I think it was yeah, 430, 440 on the last day to chase down the last innings. It's so rare. So, you know, quietly, I was, I was confident. Pankaja, go celebrate as much as you can for the next couple of days. Cheers, yeah, plenty of diet cokes. Thank you. <laughs>